You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum. You are listening to the first uh, edition of Ask the Sheikh on Radio Ramadan 87.7 FM. Uh, my name is Usman, and in the studio with me is Azar Sheikh. Uh, not to be confused with the sheikhs which will be joining us. Um, we've got a lot to get through and we've got a small amount of time to get through it. Um, and so we'll quickly introduce the topic uh, for today, um, Azhar, or rather the sheikh for today. For the sheikh today, we have Sheikh Abdul Aziz. Um, he is a very famous sheikh. He's actually uh, translated several books from the Arabic, um, including The Essentials of Islam, The Book of Worship, and The Book of Taqwa by Imam Al Hadad. Also, the 40 Hadith on the Quran by Mullah Ali Al-Qari, and also Removal of Distress by Imam Al-Burzanji. At the moment, he currently lives in Scotland with his wife and his young son. Um, but as as I was discussing, Sheikh Abdul Aziz um, is someone that was born and educated in England. He's trained as a primary school teacher, but he's actually taught um, all the way from nursery to university level, alhamdulillah. He's um, been fortunate enough to attend the classes of some of the greatest scholars of our previous generation, including uh, Al-Habib Ahmed Mashur Al-Hadad, Al-Habib Abdul Qadir Al-Sagaf, uh, and Al-Sayyid Muhammad Ibn Alwi Al-Maliki Al-Hassani. Uh, and he studied under them during his stay whilst he was in Jeddah. Um, so Sheikh Hamdullah has a lot of experience and a lot of very, very um, renowned um, teachers in recent years, he's also um, had teachers and guides such as Al-Habib Hassan Al-Atas, Sheikh Afifuddin Al-Jalani, and Sheikh Muhammad bin, uh, bin Yahya Al-Ninawi. He's received ijaza as well from uh, the very famous Sheikh Muhammad Al-Yakubi when he came to Glasgow in 2007. Um, so the topic for today, inshallah, is going to be um, Ramadan as a means of attaining good character. And just since it is the first show, um, we'll quickly go through what the show is going to be like. So for the first 15 days, we'll be on from 6pm to 6.30pm. Uh, and then for the last 15 days of Ramadan, we'll be on from 6 to, uh, 6 to 7pm, so a full hour. We have a number of esteemed sheikhs um, on, as, you, as you've heard, you know, Sheikh Abdul Aziz has a wealth of knowledge, alhamdulillah, but we'll have uh, many sheikhs on throughout the throughout the month. We've told you the topic. The topic is Ramadan as a means of attaining good character, basically adab in Ramadan and how we can um, strengthen our iman and character within this blessed month, alhamdulillah. So, um, I think that's uh, the sheikh ready to go now, I believe. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Uh, we have a, a number of other sheikhs coming on, um, such as Sheikh Idris Watts, uh, Sheikh Ruzwan Muhammad, Glasgow's own, as well as Glasgow's own Sheikh Amir Jamil. Um, and as well as this, we have uh, others such, such as Sheikh Ibrahim uh, coming on as well, all the way from England. Just to reiterate all our listeners as well, the Q&A session is running every week from Monday to Thursday. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, you'll have Brother Zubair Alvi. He's a, a veteran of Radio Ramadan. He's been on the show for many, many years. Um, and Wednesday and Thursday, you'll have myself as her and also Usman. Um, as Osman said, we have a lot of different sheikhs on the uh, station. We even have a sheikha, uh, sheikha Safiya um, Shahid, also Sheikh Amr Jamil, and quite a few others. Um, as the month progresses, inshallah, we're hoping to have the show go from six to seven, so you have a lot more of your questions coming through. A number of topics we've actually been running through, uh, Osman and I, what we can talk about. Um, one which I think which is coming up in a couple of weeks' time, inshallah, would be on the topic of, personally, I believe is very important for us, is mental health, um, something which... You know, it's not something we like to talk about very often, but something which really does need to be discussed. 
you'll hear us talking about different various um, topics throughout the month. Okay, alhamdulillah, I think we finally have Sheikh on. Assalamualaikum, Sheikh. Walaikum uh, Very, very sorry about the technical details we, we endured there. Um, how are you keeping, Sheikh? Uh, well, inshallah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And how are you finding your first day of Ramadan? Alhamdulillah, good, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, so our topic for today, as we've already mentioned, um, is Ramadan as a means of attaining a good character. Um, we've got some questions in, Sheikh, um, so we'll just fire straight into them because we know today's show is shorter than usual. Um, so the first question here is, what is adab or good character in Islam? Well, the two words, adab and good character, are slightly different. And... Um, Perhaps, perhaps looking at what they actually mean might help. The word adab is actually uh, the definition is putting something in its correct place. So it's it's an action. What's meant by putting something in its correct place? The adab of going to the toilet is to put your left foot forward first uh, when you go in, and to come out with your right foot. The adab towards the Quran is that you respect it, you put it up. Uh, you raise it, you read it with wudu. The adab towards your parents is such and such and such. So the word adab is an external thing which is to do with um, your behavior in a particular way and it's uh, defined as appropriateness. The word akhlaq or good character is something which is an internal thing. So the word khuluq is the, the characteristic, the internal characteristic you have. You have your khalaq with a, with a fatha. Khalaq is your external characteristics, your um, dark-skinned, white-light-skinned, fair-haired, dark-haired, tall, short. These are all what you call your outward characteristics, and your internal characteristics are, are your, what we call your khuluk, which is things like generous, um, miserly, kind, uh, um, unkind. These, so the words, that's what, the, the, you know, that's, that's what they actually mean. Um, Okay, JazakAllah khair for that answer, Sheikh. Um, A certain so, question that we have, actually, Sheikh, is um, how important is good character, especially in most specifically in this month of Ramadan? Well, akhlaq, uh, uh, if, if we're using the word akhlaq, uh, there, there is nothing more important than akhlaq. The word, mm-hmm. there's a hadith with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu says, the, the heaviest thing on the day of on the scales on the day of judgment will be good character husn al so there is nothing greater than husn al um, and as for this this month this is the month everyone says this is the month of Quran and the Quran it should be Yishfa'an the Quran will see Yishfa'an that the Quran and the fasting are closely linked and these are to do with they will intercede for you we know that everyone tries to read as much Quran as they possibly can but the reality of the Qur'an is the Qur'an is about good character. When the Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha was asked, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa was asked, what was his character like? What was he like? What was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa like? She said, His character was the Qur'an. In another narration, she, when she was asked, she says, Qur'an that he was a Qur'an walking on two, two legs. So the character of the Prophet is the Qur'an. And the Qur'an is made manifest in the character of the Prophet So if you want to make the Qur'an come to life in, your, in, your, in this month of Ramadan, it should be all about the character. It should always be, if it's not making you a better person, 
then as the hadith has said, you haven't actually read the Quran. If it hasn't increased you, you haven't read the Quran. There's, there's nothing more important than, than benefiting from the, this month by improving our character, by making us into better people. Uh, the, the Prophet when he was asked, when he was described as kind of Edgewood and Nas, he was the most generous of people. And, and then it went, he continues, the time when he was most tense and most great in his, in his generosity was in the time of, in the month of Ramadan when he used to meet his, his used to meet Jibril. So his recitation of the Quran then increased the what, what the word is used in Arabic, the Jude, the generosity of the Prophet So if we're actually reading the Quran in this month, then what sh- the way that we should be able to see it is not in in you know posting on Facebook or on Twitter. I've done just such and such, and I've done just such and such. It will actually be in your character. And if people can look at you and say, Ah, he's fasting. I can see how good of what a good person he is. Mm. Then you've you've actually got something. And that's why when it comes to Eid, when we celebrate the Eid, the Eid is really for those people who have increased in character, increased in, 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 in taking benefit from this month. There is there's nothing more important than, than developing character in this month. Okay, Jazakallah, Sheikh, for that. Um, just kind of linking off from what you were just saying about, you know, obviously during this month we do read Quran, inshallah, a lot more than what we normally would, and we try to, you know, increase our acts of outward worship. Um, how is important is it for us to focus on our inward connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well? Sorry, to connect? Just trying to, um, just trying to, what would you say is, um, how important is it uh, to focus on our inward connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well during this month? Sorry, the line is really, really quite poor. To focus on what connection? Um, just your inward connection. Just like the, Inward connection? Yes. Spiritual connection? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean that that's we that we only we only connect the real connection is through is the inward connection the physical the the, the actions are just there to uh be the form for the spiritual connection it's the spiritual connection that he wants is for example when he talks about the hajj we all know that when you go for hajj you're expected to slaughter uh slaughter an animal mm-hmm. Allah says he says that the meat doesn't reach him. So the outward action, the, re- the meat doesn't reach him, nor does the blood. It's the taqwa, it's the inner connection that reaches him. So the process of the hajj and the process of the fast is nothing to do with, is not, not sorry, sorry not, nothing to do with the outward. The outward is only the form for this inward connection. And that's why the Prophet said, some people, Get nothing from from Ramadan except hunger. Nothing. Get nothing from the fast except hunger and thirst. So the hunger and thirst is not the purpose of the of the fast. The hunger and thirst is just part of the outward form. So when you ask what what how how do we should we focus on the inward? It is only the inward. The inward is what what this is all about. The outward is just a form for for us to to make that inward connection. Okay, Jazakallah there. Um, we've actually had a couple of questions that have been coming through already. Um, we just wanted to get help. So somebody is asking, can you give me some practical tips on how I can purify my heart and how I can continue this after Ramadan? Well, the, when people talk about purifying their heart, there are there are two two elements to this, um, and I, I often see it as uh, when you go to a doctor and say, "Look, I'm ill. Can mm-hmm. you help me?" 
Mm. There are certain things which are there for everybody, and everybody needs to do those. They need to do exercise, they need to eat healthily, they need to sleep early, they need to do... So those things are the general things that everybody needs to do. And there is advice for for all of those. So the question is about um, advice for that... for for purifying the heart. So general advice would be all of the things that about, no, diseases of the heart, like anger, like hate, spite, like envy, all of these, these kind of things. So they're all general things that we need to work on. And, and the way that you can work on those is you move from a level of knowledge to a level of action. And the, the, the way that you can attain knowledge of those subjects, of those topics, is to read the books of the scholars who have written about them, like Imam al-Ghazali, mm-hmm. uh, like Imam al-Haddad, like Sayyidina Abdul Qadir al-Jailani, these great, these great people, Ahmed ibn, Ahmed ibn Hanbal, Ibn Rajab, these great people have written about these topics. So that is about the knowledge of these topics. And then you put them into practice uh, by taking the advice of those, those scholars and how to manifest those things. How do you, how do you develop a cure for the heart, uh, for example, against hikt, is spite. And I'll just give this as, as a quick example. Mm-hmm. Spite is something where you have in your heart towards other people. Now, the lowest level of spite, the definition of spite, the lowest level of spite is where you feel it difficult to make dua for that person. So if there's anybody in your life mm-hmm. who you feel, oh, I don't really want to make dua for that person, I don't really want that person to have a happy life, then you've got spite. Mm-hmm. So what's the cure for that? So that's the knowledge. Now you know what spite is. Now you know that you've got it. Now, what's the cure? The cure for that is to make dua for that person. So you get up in the middle of the night before mm-hmm. the Fajr comes in, and that's nice and easy now in Ramadan. So you get up and you just make that dua specifically for that person by name. Okay. And that's the cure. So there's the general cures like that. So in fact, you can, you can look into so the, the general cures for the heart or the general ways of purifying the heart is to look through those books, understand them, practice them. But if there's something specific in somebody's heart, then it's like going to a doctor saying, look, I want to, I'm not feeling well, and they give you paracetamol. Mm-hmm. Or you go to them and they say, take some vitamins. But then there's other people who vitamins and paracetamol is not enough. It's because they've got you know, coronary heart disease or they've got you know, yeah. an infected liver or something like this, and they need very specific treatment. Now that kind of, if, you've got, if somebody's got that kind of purification that's required, then they need to go to a skilled doctor. Mm-hmm. And that skilled doctor will give a very focused, skilled cure after they've analysed what what the illness is, and that's what. Uh, so the, the advice would be to cleanse the heart. There's the general cleansing. Go to those books, and then if, if there's something specific, find a teacher that's going to be able to work with that particular thing. And how does that go on after Ramadan? Is you just try and continue, and you, during the Ramadan, month of Ramadan, you ask Allah to 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 extend it beyond Ramadan, inshallah. Okay, Jazakul Khair for that, Sheikh. Um, Sheikh, we apologize again for the technical difficulties. Um, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Um, and so it, it seems like a crime to, to cut you off this early. So we really do apologize for that. Um, but Jazakul Khair for coming on today, Sheikh. Shukran. Thank you a lot. Assalamu alaikum. Wa Okay, Jazakul Khair for everyone uh, for listening in, inshallah. Until then, it's Assalamu from me. Assalamu alaikum. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.